Today's readings revolve around the mercy of God. Our God who is full of mercy and compassion, who wish not the death of a sinner, but that sinners repent and come back to him. There are certain words that we are so familiar with that a lot of time we find it very difficult to express. It's not that we have any difficulty in learning what they mean or even how to pronounce them. But at times, probably out of pride, selfishness, or shame, we bluntly refuse to say those words. The word, for instance, the word, I love you. It's the word we know very well. And a lot of time, people fail to express them when people fail to express it when it matters most. A lot of people in friendship or even married couples, they don't express how much they love one another, probably until the death of one of them. We never express how much we love what we have, probably until we lose it. Another word could be, I was wrong. Another one, I am sorry. And possibly another one, I forgive you. All these are very important when it comes to mending our relationship with one another and even with God. In today's first reading, the Lord expresses utter dismay about the, the behaviors of the Israelites who quickly forgot all that the Lord has done for them and decided to choose another God to worship. At the end of the reading, we were told God relented and forgive them, but not before Moses pleaded on their behalf. Like Israelites and the prodigal son in today's gospel, a lot of times we live a life of dissipation, misusing the love of God, the grace of God that he entrusted into our care. Today's reading invite us and draw our attention that it is always important for us to take a step backward, to sit down and to reflect, and to see where we need to mend the fence of our relationship with God and with one another. It is obvious that the scribes and the Pharisees do not like Jesus and his activities among the people. So they are unhappy with him 
whom the crowd followed, whom multiples, who multiplies loaves and fish, and who heals those with infirmities, and also eat with tax collectors and sinners. In response to their grumbling, Jesus tells three parables of three things lost and found, a sheep, a coin, and a son. In each parable, the joy of finding is so great that it must be shared with others. Hence, the shepherd and the woman, and even the father of the prodigal son, call their friends and neighbors and say, let us rejoice, let us rejoice with me, let us celebrate, because I have found what I lost. The shepherd, the woman, invites their friends. And even the father of the prodigal son slaughter fatting cow for this great feast. And Jesus tells us that's exactly what is going to be in the kingdom of God. Offer a single sinner who repents. There are many layers to the parables to be exploited. But one of them is certainly the joy of finding. The shepherd wasted no time in scolding his sheep. And the father of the prodigal son won't even let his son complete his apology before he clothes him with a fine robe and new sanders. To some of us, we may see this as a kind of rewarding a bad behavior. This young son has taken what, it, it, what was his, and he has decided to do with it what he wanted, so he has no right to come back. The header son, as human being, yeah, feel jealous. Normally, it even happened among us Christians. Sometimes we see people who committed grace in even public scandals. And when we see them in the means of God's people in the assembly of the faithful, how, what do we think about them? Probably they are not worthy to be here. Unfortunately, nobody is worthy except through the grace and power of God which St. Paul spoke of in the second reading of today. Jesus answered the scribes and the Pharisees' self-righteous uh, uh, stinginess with abundant welcome. The tax collectors and sinners are not to be returned away, are not to be turned away from Jesus' table. They are the very reason Jesus is here. And probably they are the very reason where the, why the table was set up in the first place. The salient point of, the, of these parables is that God cares about all and is concerned when even one go missing or astray. Like the shepherd who lived, left the 99 sheep and looking for one. I will consider that to be a highly to be a highly risky thing to do 
But before he comes back, what of if the 99 have all gone their ways? But probably they didn't because the shepherd trusted them. They will remain there. But the point is, what of if I am that lost one? What of if you are that lost one? God follows all of creation with divine love. There is no one of us for whom God will not search high and low to find and call back home. St. Paul says in today's second reading, this saying is trustworthy and deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world for sinners. Today's readings therefore invite us to ask ourselves, which character do we connect with in today's gospel? Are you like the prodigal son, feeling lost, unsure, hoping your loved ones will take you back? Are you like the father, eager to forgive a loved one and yearning for your family to be reunited? Are you like the elder son, trying to please everyone and seeking attention? There is a lesson here for all of us, especially those of us who find our place in the pews every Sunday and holy days. Are we prone to grumbling? Two, when we see those who drop, those who drop in once or twice a, a year, join us at the table of the Lord, those we normally refer to as Christ Easter. Does our community practice hospitality of Jesus who welcome all with joy, love, and compassion? If we call ourselves Christian, we must take on the part of Jesus. We must seek out the lost and welcome the sinners. The prodigal son is a story of reconciliation. To be reconciled with one another does not dismiss the art we feel. Rather, to reconcile is to embrace God's steadfastness, God's mercy, and walk towards healing. Where is reconciliation needed in your own life?